0: Hello.
1: Hi.
0: It's been a while. Who
1: are you? I. Oh, I'm, oh, I'm Joe. Oh, he's got his
0: name on his T-shirt. Look, he's Frank, Frank Turner. I know. Hello. Hello. Sadly, not the Frank Turner. Just a namesake. No, it's me. It's
1: Tom. Hey, oh. we're back.
0: Yay! Should we get on with it?
1: Yeah. Let's
2: do it. You're listening to the Real Reading Podcast
3: apparently live in a society where people who go to festivals need to be told that putting their sleeping bags down the toilet is not a, not a very good idea. Did you ever watch that programme, uh, Hunted, on Channel
1: yes. 4? Yes, that was brilliant. Did you brilliant. see yes. the one where the guy came out of Reading Station yep. and chased him all through Reading yep. all along the canal and eventually caught him at the funny Yes, man.
0: that was brilliant. Hello. Hello, I'm Hugh Fort. Hi, I'm Rachel Nemb. And I'm Tom Canning, and welcome to episode 57 of The Real Reading Podcast. We've got all the usual features, including Fact of the Week, Rach. Yes, that's
1: or, my baby. Should shall I call it
0: Rach's Fact of the Week, which Hugh yeah. tried to get rid of this week and I slapped him down. Did you like that?
1: I did like that. It's because it's not all about Hugh No, anymore. that's
0: the problem.
3: I didn't
1: want to share. Yeah.
3: Yes, well, The Real Hugh Podcast is uh, <laughs> it's lacking a bit, I think, these <laughs> days.
0: It's lacking because you don't know how to edit one, that's why. <laughs> this is true. Um, and we've also got Fort Explains It All, because it wouldn't be a, a podcast without Fort Explains It All, although we have done some. Um, they were quite popular. Uh, anyway, um, what's it about this week, Hugh? The biggest hitters.
3: <laughs> uh, we're going to talk very briefly about the new Reading Council.
0: Ah, New Council. Excellent. I'm excited by this. Really. I can tell. Really. Um, well, no, because the New Council leader is one of my own, isn't he, really? It's a He's Southcourt one of your boy. yeah. Southgate boy, we'll talk about that. Um, OK, you can check out our new podcast website at realreadingpodcast.co.uk, which gives you all the different ways you can listen and how you can get in touch with us. Um, talking to which, here's Jeremy.
2: Get in touch with the team. Find us on Twitter at Real Reading Pod. And search Facebook and Instagram for Real Reading Podcast. You can also email getredding at reachplc.com. Thanks, Jeremy. Oh, I've missed his dulcet I tones.
0: I think I mentioned in a previous podcast, there was a guy who said, it's very nice that you still say thank you to Jeremy all these times later, but he's here, so why wouldn't we?
1: I spotted him.
0: Did you? Where? Yeah. I should have papped
1: him, shouldn't I? You should have. I've cut I mean, It's just a bit of a weird one. <coughs> Obviously, you'd have no idea who I was. No, not at all. No. No. I almost uh, said, <laughs> Jeremy! <laughs> Jeremy! Hello!
0: Thank you, Jeremy. Just a quick reminder... <laughs> Um, so obviously we've all had a bit, a bit of time off, haven't we? Yeah. Yeah. So I hope we've not been missed too much. Nothing. No, Nothing at all. No. no. Um, Just okay. Yes. What have you? What have you been up to, guys? We've
1: all been a, well. Not you. No. Yeah. Yes. Next week. You and I have been away. Together. No. no. Separately. Oh dear. Oh, he was a bit quick on that. Yes. Separately. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. How <Heavens laughs> no. much I'd like to come on
3: holiday with you and all would your family.
0: You?
1: Yeah. You have a, you'd have a lovely
0: time. <laughs> I would. Yeah. Earphones in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> where uh, where Book. did you go, Rach?
1: Uh, we went to Spain. Yes. For a week last week. Uh, us three and my folks as well. Excellent. Us three, nice. as in
0: me and Hugh and my wife.
1: No, as in me, you, Hugh. Oh. Right, yeah. Mama and Papa so Gotcha, yes, it yeah. was great fun. How could I forget? Um Yeah, no, it was a really nice week. Hugh,
0: Quite where old. have
3: you been? I went to Sicily. Oh, went to a wedding in Sicily featuring a man who is Sicilian and his new wife. That's why not. Who is English? Okay. Um she had to read her marriage vows out in Italian, which she did very well at. Excellent. Yeah. do um, you speak any Italian? Very little, even though I I have met, been there many times and I have family who are utterly bilingual in, in <laughs> Italian. I simply make sure I'm there always close by if I, I ever encounter one of the natives. You don't need
0: to be able to ask how to order a beer, do you? No, true. Coca-Cola is universal. <laughs> 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 um, uh, just in case anybody's interested what I've been up to, uh, I was part of the organising team of the very successful Bracknell Ale and Cider Festival, oh, which went yeah. very well. How Thanks for asking. Going? Oh, there we go. It went very well. Thanks Good for asking. Aw. Awkward. Um, yeah, 3,000 people, 10,000 wow, pints. getting big. Happy days. Yeah, I think you've been before, haven't you?
1: I went to one of the early ones. Yeah. Pre car park. P Z as we call it, pre Zachary.
0: Oh yes, yes. Back when you were fun. Yeah. Back <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sorry, I didn't mean to that to be a slur on parents. You know, parents have fun too.
1: I'm sure people do go with kids, don't oh, they? they do, loads of kids, think yeah. If I came I'd want to sit and drink yeah. a number of pints of ale and that doesn't really go very well <laughs> with a three year old for me because I'd forget <laughs> that I'm going with me.
0: So. No. Did, I, did I have a three-year-old? No. 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 I
1: like, did I have someone with me?
0: <laughs> no. Oh, God, there was an awful moment where someone had lost their child. Fortunately, they found them, but, oh, dear, that was, um, that was quite terrifying for a few moments.
1: You ought to give out... Um, we went to that thing in the Forbury Gardens a few weekends ago. The la- I think it was the launch of the children's literary. Festival. <laughs> Can you not Just say literary? Literary. <laughs> no, not really. Yeah. Uh, but they gave out wristbands as you went in and you had to write your mobile number on. to so oh, you lost your child... Oh, very good. Yeah. You already had the parents' phone Oh, on. on the child's wristband. On the child's Right, OK. Because yeah. I was going to say,
0: how would the child necessarily remember the mother's phone but number? I
1: thought that was quite a, yeah, yeah, quite
0: a cheap... That's, yeah, very thing. good idea. Yeah. Very good idea.
1: It was a good festival too. Yeah. Good. yeah i should
0: should probably talk about that at well, the time we, shouldn't we yeah, really we
1: should, yeah we didn't do a podcast that week i don't think no. but i would have sort of raved about it a bit too people with kids should definitely go because it's an annual thing we were there for about three hours what,
0: like a beano annual
1: yeah just like that.
0: That was a lot nicer and a lot funnier in my head. I'd edit that out if I was you. I'm yeah. not going to. No, I don't it edit out... St- <laughs> it was a bit of a stinker. <laughs> I don't edit out the bits you asked me to edit out, and I'm not going to edit out my stinkers either. All oh, right. So I might have to start listening to this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So, uh, what, this, this book day, Rach, what happens on the book day aside from... is it Sorry, Literary... The literary <laughs> Festival. I think
1: that's what it was. Lucy told me about it, your editor. Yes. Um, the Gov. The Gov. Uh, it was... It, it was in the Forbury Gardens, there was just lots of different stalls there, um, like a few fairground rides, they had a stage with local performers doing singing and dancing and um, food stalls, I'm trying to think now, the Pop-Up Play Village was there, they had a little like petting farm thing in the one well, corner, it was just really a really nice day. Excellent. Well, And we sort of, met my brother and I had said, oh we'll just pop along and... Right, see what what's going on, we ended up staying yeah for about three hours, I think. Oh, excellent! But it's all well, free to yeah. get in. Obviously, you have to pay yeah. to go on the rides and that kind of thing. But yeah, it was really good. Yeah, I'm well, not quite sure what the literary connection <laughs>
0: was. Was everybody dressed up as Peter Rabbit?
1: That's what it was. No. No. no okay.
0: No. Right. No. <laughs> um, cool. Thanks, Rach. Um, I think it's your time to shine. Actually, it's. Um, Is it all about me? Still? Reading. Fact of the week time. Reading fact of the week. Rach, time for our yeah. time for fact of the week. Um, Hugh, you're not in this. I'm not in this. No, but we haven't. We I've, we haven't discussed
3: whether it's one we've already done yet. So the precious, well, I, I think we'll find out.
1: It. Oh, okay. Well, um, we're not doing. Oh, okay, let's I'll go. Add, I'll add a little Rachy slant to it okay. anyway, will I? So. Um, you're going to do it in I a funny voice. i this one as <laughs> I do all of the podcast yes. in that funny voice because um, it ties to something that we did at the weekend. So, the fact is that from the year 1900 to 1906, Reading had its own make of motor car uh, made by the new Speedwell Motor Company that was based in Broad Street. On oh, wow! The of Broad Street and Minster Street. So it was based in Reading, they made some cars, and then, at that point, it then moved off up to London. But I did do a little bit of googling, and it was quite hard to find, but there was people getting quite excited about the odd classic car that oh, wow. said, Reading, on the, the plate <laughs> and stuff. But yeah, it just sort of, I chose that one, because we went, um, at the weekend, <laughs> You know what we're like with the National Trust. Oh, yes, yes. You're, you're of Nothing a certain age energy. now. Yeah. So we went to the one over in Nuffield, which is kind of Henley direction. Okay. Not far away at all. Uh, and that was the, the home of William Morris of the Morris... Miners? Motor Group. Morris ah. Miners. Was that, was that the one Garbage, owned by his- which is the MG.
0: I see. Was the Morris no. Miners the one owned by his children?
1: He didn't have any children. Oh, dear. Oh, right. Oh, right. Oh, I see what you did only there. <laughs>
0: only
3: by people who dug up coal in the north, in the north of England. <laughs> How but was that? Was,
1: yeah, it was a good. It was a nice afternoon. It's got a very cool. They have kept the house exactly as he left it. He was obsessed with clocks, so there was many many clocks. <laughs> um, yeah, he was quite an interesting guy, really, because he just he obviously invented all these cars that we all mm. quite familiar with, but he was also quite into medicalness. Um, he At one point, he had to have some teeth taken out under anaesthetic and he woke up halfway through the surgery. So mm. he then uh, got very involved in sort of promoting good anaesthetics. <laughs> <laughs> as, as you would. As yes. you would, and he created a, the chair of anaesthetics or something. Um, but he also then, because Polio, <laughs> oh, right, quite okay. rife in those days. They're big, big at the time. Um, it, was, it was a big thing, yeah. yeah. And you needed an iron lung for that, and oh. nobody had any. Yes, right. So he made them in his car factory in Cowley, in Oxford, and then he said, "Any hospital that would like one, I will send you one." So he ended up making seventeen hundred iron lungs and firing them out around the country. So Gosh. he was quite sort of Blimey. pioneering and probably saved a huge amount of lives, really.
3: Do we know what the running car was
0: called?
1: No. No. <laughs> I think it was called the Speedwell. Oh. Because there was a few adverts that popped up on forums. I only right. spent five or ten minutes looking through this, but, um, yeah, yeah. People were going, actually, that's the Speedwell that was made in Reading in 1903. So I think that's just what it was called.
3: The irony being nowadays in Reading, it's quite hard to speed well, because you're always stuck (laughs) in a traffic jam. Not that I'm advocating speeding,
0: of course. No, no. That's bad. It wouldn't be speeding well, would it? It'd be speeding bad. Yeah, speed bad. Speed bad.
1: (laughs) But didn't we have... Oh, wasn't there another one we did a while ago about the speed camera on the Bath Road? Was it the first? Speed one? trap, yeah, the first, first speed trap. One. Yeah, Oh, yes. People were caught going at the whopping
3: yes. 20 miles an hour. <laughs> so years. we went
1: from speed well to, oh, no. The, the average speed on
3: camera. Bath Road in 2019 20 miles an hour.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Nothing changes.
0: <laughs> Thanks, guys. Um, that is at the end of part one. Hope you've enjoyed it. I have. I haven't said very much, but that's okay. That's why we've enjoyed it. <laughs> uh, in part two, we will have Fort explains it all.
2: This is Fort explains it all.
0: Hugh, Fort explains it all. Yes. What are we talking about? We're talking about we've the new a, council. We've got a slightly different council same as the old council but not quite. Well, we've got a new leader. Oh, okay. Yeah. Jason Brock. Mr. Brock. He's very tall. <laughs> it's <laughs> a defining characteristic. Yeah. He's very
3: tall. Um he is I guess it's probably a little bit older than me and therefore he's, I think he's about he's in his 40s, so. Okay. He is the new leader and he's got a lot of things he wants to achieve. Uh, air quality being very high on his list, which is having just walked across the IDR a minute ago, I very much support that. Yeah. <laughs> um, and there is a very slight change in the makeup. Uh, one Labour loss to the Green Party. So they're more green councillors and two Tory losses to the Lib Dems and to Labour Ricky Duveen who lost his seat for the Lib Dems at the last election is back he won in Tilehurst okay and Jamie Whittam who was a Green Councillor a few years ago he won in Redlands I think I think Redlands somewhere around town Um, so there's three Green Councillors now
1: four there's four
3: Green Councillors
1: is that
3: the most greens, uh, I think so. I think it's the highest representation. The two Lib, Lib Dems, so they've doubled their numbers. Yeah, um, Labour are still
0: in charge, and the Tories are two down. I know we've sort of talked about this in the past, but what does that additional, or what does that, any Labour loss mean to the council itself? Does it just make things a bit more difficult for them, or
3: there's more people in opposition, so the Greens have an extra person working. With them, so they've got another voice essentially. So Rob White and um, the, the rest of them have essentially help, and he's experienced. He's been a councillor before, and he, he also has stood to be MP as well. Jamie with them, he was an electoral candidate last election. So it's good for them. They were really pleased to get a bit more representation as a, um, and likewise the Lib Dems as well. Ricky Devine has always been a bit of a thorn in the side of uh, <laughs> he's had a lot of bats with Mr Tony Page. Um, over the years so they will say you know increasing their numbers from one to two one person having a very difficult job generally representing the party on their own so it's just easier for them yeah so there's more you know there's, there's, there's good opposition in Reading and um, and we've got some new faces some some new young enthusiastic faces as well uh, in, in Labour as well so they kept Labour kept the seat but they're different people right so some of the old ones have stepped down mm-hmm. And they've been replaced by young, energetic ones who we shall see how they get on over the course of the next year. So Mr
0: Brock is a Southcote councillor? Is that Southcote right? councillor, yep. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Yes, he's been on the council for... He won his seat back at the last election, so that must mean he has been on the council for four years. Right. Uh, he takes over from Joe Lovelock, who everyone has said did a fantastic job. As leader uh, she was certainly very nice to deal with and very helpful from our point of view um, always willing to talk about stuff that wasn't going well um, and we hope that from a media point of view that Jason is the same it certainly seems when we were before he was leading he was always very chatty so so hopefully he'll be forthcoming <laughs> and friendly as well
0: so how how do you how do you sort of do you just stick your hand up? I want to be leader is that how it works or just be it, elected
3: like, right um there are people who they they get nominated um and it's done at the party by the by the local party they choose the leader who then becomes leader of the council he has to, they have to be elected as leader of the labor group and then they have to be elected as leader of the council okay. so so potentially they could have refused him being the if they if if they and the opposition if there were a cert, there were a certain amount of labor councillors and all the opposition who decided they didn't want mm-hmm. Mr Mr Brock as the leader they could have voted against it but he has majority support within labor i don't know what whether anyone voted against him becoming leader at all within the council so we we'll have to yeah um but yeah he's now leader and he will be leader for well, I can't predict the future. <laughs> but he he's just won his seat back, so he's got another four years yeah. as a councillor, so you would think that he's leader for the next four years. But in local politics you never know.
0: That's very true. That's very true. Um That's I, that, that's a very short thought explains it all this week. Um you can, we'll see what happens. In a nutshell, isn't well, it? Well, very much, very concise. Ooh. Um, okay.
3: Uh, that doesn't give me a lot of faith in things I've said in the past. <laughs> <laughs> Hugh drones on for hours. Is that? Yes, that's what mm. it's really called. No. <laughs> no.
2: Yeah.
1: You've never so never. Very informative. Yes. For you, And you explain it all. all. All.
0: All. No stone is left unturned. Yes. Right. <laughs> Except the ones you don't know the answers to, yeah. and you tell me not to ask those questions. Yeah. Okay, um, right. I think it is random question time.
2: The random question.
0: I have no idea whose turn it is. Hugh, you can go. Let's oh, go with Mr. Fort. There you go. Let's have a little see. What have we got you?
3: Place your parents took you. Place your parents took you. That, oh, you, that you hate. that you hated as a kid. Oh God!
0: Oh, uh, I know I, mine. I've got a very personal one. Mine immediately. I can do mine immediately. Marks and Spencer's Reading Town Centre. Oh my God! So boring. <laughs> I could not have been more bored.
1: I bet she
0: was in there for hours. Oh my word! Yes. Mm-hmm. Especially when there was a Toys R Us over there with all the Sabu you could
1: want. Yeah. Within touching Yes. Systems. Just
0: just grasping. Mm-hmm. Just not quite. Oh but yeah Marks and Spencers oh, I wouldn't probably heal us as well as it was then when I was a child oh yeah. oh
1: I'm trying to think now so I've given you some time there we go yeah um, oh god there was a shop in Caversham <laughs> called it's all
0: going to be shopping trips isn't it
1: yeah I think it was called was it called Quality Seconds at the Q- time QS yes and then it became yeah. QS Fashions or something, or something like that Yeah. it's gone now it was only about as big as this room and I swear my mum used to pick up every single item of clothing (laughs) in every size and me and my brother would just go and you know that thing where they have mirrors on the pillars and you can kind of stand on the corner of it with half your body yes. and then you lift your leg and yep. arm up and it looks like you're lifting yep. them both yep. off.
3: <laughs> so you just
1: stand there and do ter- that.
3: Terrific facials being <laughs> being done here that we can't... <laughs> Sadly, it's not translating people. very well. <laughs> yeah, so that we can't be seen. Oh. I have two. I on. have two? You may. As many people will know... My mother was a local news reporter. She was St. Linda, as and, she was known. And when I was a wee boy... Yes. She was a freelance reporter who used to cover Berkshire County Council meetings. <laughs> right.
0: <laughs> can see where and this is going.
3: on occasion, um, my dad used to work shifts, so he wasn't around in the day. And it's during the school holidays, part of my day-out treats in the school holidays was to be taken to the Berkshire County Council meeting, which was held during the day, and very, very long. Um, and so she used to sit in the public gallery trying to take notes, and I would be there at the age of about six. Oh, no. Trying, trying to entertain myself for what seemed like many days.
1: You wouldn't even have had... You know, like a kid these days would have a phone, phone and I games. Had, no, the I had
3: these things or... called books and oh. comics and, and things like that. But um, <laughs> one of the highlights was, and this must have been particularly trying for a parent, but I was, she took me once when I was, I think I must have been ill off school. And I was in the public gallery at Reading Borough Council, and I was sick down oh, myself. Didn't. <laughs> <laughs> and so therefore she had to try and cover the meeting and clean me up. And there were other people in there all looking oh, thoroughly disapproving. So. Oh, dear. So that wasn't, a, that wasn't... Certainly, I did not enjoy my trips to to the council. Yeah.
0: Unlike now. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it
1: didn't put you off, did no. it? It didn't
3: put me off. No, maybe I was like, you know, subliminally indoctrinated into the local yeah, government. Yeah,
1: that nice. was St. Linda's plan all along, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. That you could be her successor.
3: Absolutely. So your yeah. second one was? Uh, Sackville Street in Reading. Right. No, sorry, Vashel, Vashel Road, which... One round the corner, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: This is Sackville. Sackville is to
3: the right from where I am sitting. That's Vachel Road. And And the Great Road. I've told this story before. Is it
1: not Vachel? Like Vachel? Vachel. I thought it was Vachel. I don't don't know. know. It's called Rushel. Rushel, it should be.
3: (laughs) (laughs) you have come across as more exotic. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks. (laughs) I think what? I don't
1: know if there was a veiled (laughs) cocktail. I'm going
3: (laughs) nowhere near this. So, danger. Danger. Vashel Road, why Vashel Road, you ask? It's just a road. Yeah, exactly. My, this Vashel Road is where my dad used to park his car. I've told this story before. You have, he, yes. He <laughs> used to park his car in Vashel Road and then run off to do the shopping. So I, I had to sit in the car. He, he, he would then say to me, if a traffic warden comes, pretend to be foreign <laughs> and, and have to wait for but what you couldn't seemed. You could speak Italian to them. Why well, not? I couldn't no. speak Italian. No, I would have to speak in a, a secret made up language. <laughs> um, and he would sprint <laughs> off into town and do whatever he needed to do, and I would just have to sit in the in, cars are so boring. Yeah. There you know you could, no, there was there was the radio which was obviously being my dad it was on classic FM or Radio Four or something something like that. Um, not
1: that trusty book again. Yeah. Oh.
3: Didn't have a book. Didn't have anything. Nightmare. I just had my usually had my two siblings, and so. Naturally, a fight would break out. Yeah, because you'd inevitably do the thing yes. right, on
1: the back seat where you squash. Yeah, as, and it's probably uh, it's probably hot.
3: I think the conversation about what language we should try and speak has been had. You know? <laughs> and uh, yeah, so memories of you know, every time I walk, I walk up there most mornings from the, from where I park, and
2: just haunt, haunts me a little bit.
3: And my dad used to abuse the the, the system by you parking there for free and then running Shocking. off into town. Dad Yes
2: yeah, Name of shame um,
0: Dad Thank you uh, Lovely random questions This week um, If anybody would like To get in touch with us Here's Jeremy with How
2: If you enjoy our Prattlings about Reading And if you've come this far We assume you must be Please hit subscribe On your podcast app To get the latest episode Every Monday morning You can find us on Twitter At Real Reading Pod And search Facebook and Instagram For Real Reading Podcast You can also email Get reading at reachplc.com.
0: Thanks, Jeremy. Uh, If you know anyone who you think would be great to interview for the podcast, please do let us know. The only prerequisite is that they must live or work in the town. And most importantly, they must love Reading. Um, That's all for now. We will be back with some interviews very shortly. Uh, Next week's podcast is a shorter uh, version, which we will be doing momentarily (laughs) and pretending that it's actually the following week. So watch out for that. You drop us in it. Oh, you know. know. Well, they know. They're smart. Um, We will speak to you again
2: next week. Bye. Bye Bye. You're listening to The Real Reading Podcast. We apparently live in a society where people who go to festivals need to be told that putting their sleeping bags
3: down the toilet is not a a very good idea.
1: Did you ever watch that programme, Hunted, on Channel before? Yes, that was brilliant. Did you see the one where the guy came out of Reading station and chased him all through Reading all along the canal and eventually caught
0: him at the punting Yes, that was Brilliant.